Hello and welcome to Hitting the High Note. I'm your host, Kim Cusack, and today I have a great guest, Americana instrumentalist, Nashville-based singer-songwriter, Slice. Wanted to take a moment to thank Slice for joining me and look forward to learning more about your music. How are you doing? I'm doing well. I'm happy to be here. Thank you for uh, asking me to be a part of this. You're very welcome. How do you like Nashville? Oh, Nashville's uh, wonderful. I've been I've been here for about two years now, more, a little more than two years, and uh, absolutely fantastic. Just great people, great musicians. You know, there's a, there's a, so much happening, and uh, I'm uh, I'm just very very grateful to be a part of all of it. Very nice. And you moved to Nashville from California, right? Yeah, I, I'm originally I was born and raised in Southern California in a town called Lancaster, outside of Los Angeles. Although uh, before I moved to Nashville, I was previously living over in the UK um, for a couple of years because I was uh, doing a couple of uh, a couple of master's degrees over there. So I was I was there for a couple of years and then went back home briefly before I before I made the move out here to Nashville. Pretty cool. What part of the UK? I lived um, in a town called Kingston Kingston upon Thames, which is uh, about fifty minutes to an hour south of London for a year and then I moved to a town called Bath which is uh nearby Bristol and Wales um I lived there for another year so yeah th- those were the places I I um I stayed in mainly I went into London all the time for shows and hanging out with friends too so yeah so your debut album Tales of Modern Times Volume 1 was written in the UK and was recorded in California. At the time I was I was writing when I wrote most of these songs I was in a songwriting program I was doing my masters in songwriting and and some of them were kind of the results of like you know some assignments I had to do and then um at the time, I was um, even even bef- even the year before my during my first year in the UK, I was really starting to further develop uh, my songwriting and taking influences of Americana and many other styles of music. You know, really trying to push it forward with it. And by the time I was in the songwriting program, I feel like I was, you know, kind of pushing a little more full force and you know, listening to all different types of music and getting feedback from it and you know I, I was living on my own pretty much so you know I had a lot of I, I I gave it myself a lot of time to work on songs and and think about things um there were there was like I think two or three songs on the record that I ended up writing when I got back to California but yeah for the for the, for the most part I wrote most of it in the UK and um I, I will say that some some of the inspiration also came from uh just um kind of what I was observing at that time because when I lived in the UK I lived there during both Brexit and the 2016 election and there was definitely you know these these things happening with people and these this anxiety that was kind of you know kind of uh, swarming around and um, some of the songs I wrote were kind of um, attributed to that between that and also this um, experience I was going through with a uh, with a woman uh, who was a friend of mine that I also had feelings for and and many of the songs were also inspired by by that experience um, yeah and and then songs that were kind of stream of consciousness kind of me about myself and um there's so many different influences that go on the album you know think people artists like dave matthews band or drive-by truckers or the grateful dead or jackson brown and the monkeys and and different things like that so it was all kind of what i was 
exposed to at the time and going to shows and seeing some of these artists and just kind of taking it in. And, you know, for me as a songwriter, uh, musically, I'm inspired by whatever I'm listening to. So once I find something, I hear something that I find interesting and then I try to make, make it my own and put my, you know, when I'm writing my lyrics, I'm writing about my own experiences. What is the story behind the song Two Lanterns? That one was, uh, so so musically that was inspired by Drive by Truckers because it's a really, really hard, hard driving rock song. But really, so it's, so what it is, it's two things. Um, I had a, on a previous EP, uh, that I had released before that album, there was a there's a piano ballad I on it called One Lantern, and I wrote that when I was living in Chicago, um, when I was doing my undergrad before I moved to the UK, and that that song was, it's it, I wrote it in the middle of winter, and it's a very sort of stream of consciousness type of type of song, you know, very also Joni Mitchell inspired, so. I, you know, with two lanterns, it kind of continues that sort of stream of consciousness type of um, type of idea. And I mean, I, I wrote it. I wrote it. I was at a friend's place and um, I wrote it when I was like, I, you know, I woke up the next morning with kind of a hangover and was just kind of looking at everything around me in the living room and just kind of writing about that. So that's kind of where that came from. Right on. So what have you been up to during quarantine? Oh, just been a, a lot of a lot of different things, mostly musically musically related. I will say I've been writing a lot more, a lot of new songs for potential future projects. I've been uh, finishing up my second record, uh, which is tentatively titled "Tales of Love, Sobriety, and Anxiety." I'm sort of I'm kind of on. Uh, a very long final stretch of it. I have to record vocals for the rest of the songs, uh, um, you know, more than more than half the album and record a couple piano ballads as well for it. So I've been doing that. I've also been um, working with some other some other fellow artists slash friends of mine uh, here in town and um, and in different places as well. Um, so mainly mainly doing that um, then um, doing a lot of sort of um, also self-maintenance and uh, self-improvement mentally and and um, relationships wise you know with people and you know just kind of looking at all that and going doing therapy over the over the phone and things like that so I you know it's um, you know definitely been trying to keep myself busy try to keep myself distracted but just you know try to try to stay productive uh, my engineer Kevin who's also named Kevin, uh, he recently moved into my house back in July and we're, we're, we're actually now getting the ball rolling on our, uh, on our business together, our home studio business, uh, which is at my house where he engineers and I produce and we do other things. So, you know, I think we're calling that, uh, that business like, uh, something like, yeah, like slice, slice, slice studios or slice music studios. And we're, we're kind of launching that through sort of a word of mouth thing. We've, we've uh, already acquired two or three uh, different clientele so far. So we're, um, you know, and luckily, you know, since everything's kind of slowed down, you know, we're, we're, we're allowing ourselves a slow start with it, you know, and getting everything together. So everything's organized and we can uh, move forward with it. Definitely. That's great. You love music and there's so many great, new songs and new artists out there who have you been listening to the most during this quarantine time as far as new albums uh 
that's what, I mean, there's so many great albums that have come out that I love. And uh, a lot of them, um, happy to say, have been mostly by female artists. You know, they, there are so many great female artists that come out with incredible records this year, like um, Fiona Apple, uh, which is probably my favorite record of the year so far, and Laura Marling and so many people. The album I've actually listened to the most as far as new records has been the new Phoebe Bridgers album, Punisher. Um, incredible record I've, I've been a fan of hers and you know the other artists that you know she performs with like julian baker lucy dacus and um yeah but uh i'm sure i've been listening to the most halloween is probably one of my favorite songs of the year it just has a has a very i love the melody of it and it's very ethereal um like most of the record you know um yeah i've been listening to that one a lot um um, I also enjoyed the uh, new Bob Dylan album. I like the new Jason Isbell record. Reunions is also great. Um, yeah, you know, and I, I finally listened to the new Run the Jewels album, uh, RTJ4, which is also incredible. Um, yeah, you know, I, I, I always like to do every year, I try to listen to as many new albums as possible and sort of create my list of my favorites that have come out, you know, throughout the years. That's actually something I started doing in 2015 when I was in a, when I was in the UK, because I wanted to, you know, expand my my uh, music listening palette, because um, most of the time I listened to, you know, older records and things like that, older artists, so I wanted to see what was new, and at that time, it was a lot of new Americana, you know, and, and, and great music like that, like Chris Stapleton and Jason Isbell and Sergio Simpson, you know, so, you know, every year I'm always, you know, listening to you know whatever is like uh, whatever's new and whatever people are talking about a lot and you know seeing how uh seeing what i like about it and how it makes me feel right on living in nashville what are your go-to food places go-to food places so uh for me personally my favorite burger joint is uh, gabby's burgers and fries uh, which is uh, sort of south. That's a great place. Um, they have very limited hours, you know, which is kind of cool. And, you know, they they always have great fresh burgers. I also like Fat Mo's for burgers too. There's a couple of places like that. There's a great place called Mitchell's Deli in East Nashville. Great sandwiches there. There's actually this one place near my, near my house. I can't remember what it's called. It's like the one place that has decent Chinese food, which, which is good for me because I like Chinese food. Um, yeah, you know, and, um, you know, there, uh, I'll go to shows also near downtown. Um, and when I'm there, I usually will eat at a distillery because they have this great, um, mac and cheese that you talk, you get top of hot chicken. It's just incredible. And yeah, you know, every time, uh, every time I have friends come over or something and, um, from out of town or whatever, I'm like, all right, we got to go here, you know? So I always try to do that. Mac and cheese with Nashville fried chicken sounds epic. Nashville hot chicken is the bomb for sure. Yeah, it is. Yeah. <laughs> you know, there, there's some cool places. That's my favorite. Cause I love the combination, you know, definitely for people that are flying into Nashville at the national airport, what are some cool places to check out? Um, well, you, when you arrive at the national airport, actually, you definitely want to want to take a picture or a video of the carpet and then tag the BNA carpets, Instagram, page you know that's literally what everybody does the, the carpet's almost as famous as the airport or the city itself but um no really um i think there i mean anywhere you see you see it's it's interesting because 
it is i think it is worth checking down out downtown at least once even though that's somewhat of the more touristy places but you know it's cool to go to show at the ryman you know that's always great and some of my favorite places in downtown if any acme feed and seed is a great is a great bar that has that always has good live bands you know whether they're playing other people's songs or original music and things like that and i've played there um myself at one point too you know um one of my other place, favorite places in east nashville is the grimy's record shop you know it's it's the independent record shop of nashville you know and there's great people that work there i always go there and they also put on um free free shows in there too when some artists local artists are doing album releases and i always try to make those whenever i can and those are those are always fun and that's the thing. It's like, and there's great barbecue places like Ed Lee's and Ed Lee's Barbecue. And, you know, there's, there's so many places to like, just kind of go around and just hang out. And, um, you know, especially in East Nashville, one of my other favorite places, the first dive bar I ever visited when I, when I moved here, um, after I met a friend, uh, for the first time is a called, um, D's Country Cocktail Lounge. And that's a great hang. Uh, people like Margot Price and Aaron Lee Tazjan hang out there all the time, um, which I, I know Aaron Lee personally. And yeah, and like all the local uh, local singer-songwriters, they're always hanging out there. You know, some of them are playing and yeah, just, just hanging. And it's a great time. It's awesome. So many great artists in Nashville. Yeah, and it's cool because, you know, they're all just like, I mean, a lot of them just kind of casually just, you know, hang out wherever you know and i and i i mean like i said i know some of them and some some of them like i'm just some of the bigger ones or whatever i'm like mutual friends with we have mutual friends things like that you know um and it's interesting because a lot of my friends here are actually most of them are transplants you know so none of them are like necessarily born and raised in Nashville. I have friends that are from places like New Jersey and Pittsburgh and Georgia and the Carolinas, you know, so, um, but everyone gets on in New York too, but everyone gets on really well. Everyone just enjoys just hanging and having a good time. Yeah. Like a big family. Exactly. That is uh, very important in the music industry to support each other and to support like independent artists as well, collaborate with them and go to their shows, then go to your shows yeah no it's extremely important you know i have a lot of some of my friends um one of my one of my good friends in particular is this guy named jason erie incredible singer songwriter he just put out a put out a cover of this really cool minor key americana cover of 500 miles by the proclaimers that i had the honor of uh, playing keyboards on and he's he's been he's a very good friend of mine and just um you know, just very supportive person. And he preaches definitely that, you know, when it comes to musicians in this community, you know, it really matters what kind of person you are. It matters that, you know, you have to be a kind and decent and compassionate person, you know, because, you know, we don't want to, we don't want to have to deal with difficult people or whatever, you know, and we enjoy each other's music and we support it and we try to collaborate, you know, whenever we get the opportunity. And it's, um, you know, and it's it's an incredible community and everyone is just very, very inviting and caring. And yeah, I'm I'm very, like I said before, I'm very grateful to be a part of all that. What is your favorite song that you wrote? My favorite song, I actually do have an answer for this. Um, my favorite song is this song I wrote called Las Vegas that's going to be on the, uh, on the new album right before... Um, 
the uh, lockdown started, I had uh, I had quit my job as a campus day job as a campus supervisor at a local uh, at a local high school. And um, sometimes, you know, if I'm on the job and if there's like, you know, on the on the occasion that that um, the hallways are quiet somehow and no kids are running around and I'm just kind of sitting sitting down quietly, I'll sometimes you know, kind of try to think of song ideas and type them on my phone. And I ended up writing the lyrics to Las Vegas and um, in one sitting in like 30 minutes, I was able to write the whole thing. And then uh, while I was, when the band I used to be in, while I was on the road, I was trying to come up with the music for it. And I eventually did, I wrote music to it. I mean, I kind of knew how I wanted it to go, but um, it took a bit of time to really get it together. The funny thing about the song is that um, it's called Las Vegas, but it's really about Nashville. But of course, you know, I talked about it with a good friend of mine and she was like, you know, don't call it Nash Vegas. You know, people hate that term, you know, no, it's, it's a dirty word or whatever. So I'm like, okay. I'll, I'll, maybe I'll call it Las Vegas and you know it just ended up singing rolls off the tongue a bit more but yeah that song I it, it, it was very it was a very cathartic song and also somewhat uh, prophetic because I wrote it essentially the song was about being on the road and um, but thinking about that that special person back home and just wanting to you know, be with that person, come back home, you know, get off the road and things like that. Um, and um, in in the beginning of the song, I do make a reference of like, you know, will I have saved up enough money into spring uh, when I'll quit my job and risk everything? You know, that's not the exact lyric, but that, but that it's, it's that idea, uh, which ended up happening. The, the, irony is that um, whether or not I was actually deciding to leave my job, the lockdown started, I would have been out of the job anyway. So I guess I guess I kind of looked out there. But no, I, I really am proud of that. Very proud of that lyric and uh, the music that I wrote along to it. It's not an easy song for me to sing because I sometimes I have the habit of writing very difficult melodies to sing, even for me. That one I wrote, I finished writing that one in... Um, in uh, like December of 2018. So it's not the oldest song that's on the new record, but um, it was probably the first one that I thought like, you know, yeah, this is something. And then I showed it to a few friends and even some of my friends that are, weren't, are not, that have known me for a long time and not always terribly impressed with what I do are just like, wow, that's cool, you know? How can more listeners find out about your music? Uh, well, they can follow me on Instagram, definitely, at The Slice Music. Um, and I'm also on Twitter. Um, I, I post things occasionally in there and, and retweet things and such like that. Um, I'm trying to learn to be a more entertaining social media person. Uh, so if any, uh, any suggestions would greatly help that. You can follow me on there. I'm at, on my Instagram, I'm actually, I think I'm like at 959, uh, 959 followers. So you know, I hope I hope people tune in if they're interested. I do hope that you know I, it'd be nice to get to that one thousand person mark. I, I've been I'm like oh, I want to get there. You know, after that I don't care. But it's like yeah, one thousand. You know, so yeah, no, I'm on there and I'm also on Facebook. I I do have a website called uh it's slicemusicofficial.com that is going to be updated pretty soon. And you know, I I mostly I do post on on Instagram probably more most often and also on Twitter. So those are probably be the most common places to to find uh, where people can follow me and find out what I'm up to. Very good. 
describe your live show. My live show. Well, um, so I've I've been getting together a solo band, and um, it, it's actually grown a little bit. You know, we haven't been doing shows. Obviously, we we've done hand, we did a handful of shows back in uh, back in February, which were great, and I did one last year too with a somewhat of a different lineup. But um, it's really cool with my band is that um, there's a couple of the members in the band that I that, that I've written songs with, um, and some of them that are going to be on the new record too. What I like to do is also give them the opportunity to have the spotlight and sing one of their songs. You know, whether it's a song that we both wrote or what have you. You know, I enjoy that kind of collaboration and you know just that um, that sort of dynamic. You know, give everyone a chance and get me. You know, as much as I enjoy you know being up front and you know. Know, leading the band i also enjoy you know just kind of being to the side and accompanying as well I try to give a lot of energy to our performances you know i'm always kind of moving around and trying to you know be very expressive uh physically and singing wise and it's it's a lot of fun we we just we just love the music and we enjoy the feel of it you know dress right when it walks in and it just seems you know there's this sort of period of elation you know I'm, I'm currently my band is growing into like i think like a six piece or so because we, i have a guitar player and i also have a keyboardist even though i play both of them that's great because that gives me an opportunity to you know either just sing or you know do do some songs that require two keyboard two cut co- or two guitars you know and and have that flexibility because I'm I'm trying to build this band to basically uh, play whatever we want, any kind of music on any given day or night, you know. And you know we've been building a repertoire of covers as well, and a lot of those are somewhat more obscure type of songs that are kind of well known, but maybe not as well known to most of the general public. Between that and learning my songs and things like that, but every every musician is is very very accomplished and you know, whatever learning curve there is of like learning some of this material, we're all kind of helping each other out with it. But yeah, it's just, it's, I just, I would say it's energetic. It's fun. It doesn't take itself too seriously, but you know, we, we are, we're all, we're all in it, you know, and we, we try to, you know, give it as good of a performance as possible. Very good. All in it together. Mm -hmm. Anything you want to add? I mean, uh, like in general, I guess about music or whatever. Um, I mean, it's, it's an interesting time for artists, you know, it's definitely, you know, a time that, you know, we are in the position to try to create, um, more, you know, and, um, Sometimes that's difficult because, you know, there's the highs and ups and downs of, you know, the current circumstances. But at the same time, you know, life still doesn't stop. And, you know, we try to find inspiration here and there. Actually, it was interesting for me last week. I had written uh, the first new song that I had written in a, in a couple months, as far at least on my own, because I've been still doing co- virtual co-writes with a lot of friends of mine. So, you know, I'm, I'm keeping myself busy with that. But I think what's comforting to know is that really everybody, all of us, musician or not, or whoever, um, we're all kind of experiencing the same thing. We're kind of going through the same journey of emotions and trying to figure out what it all means or what it all, you know, what, what, what do we do with, with, with it and how do we, you know, adapt and how do we, uh, get through it and believe me you know so far for me there's been a lot of things that have changed and a lot of things that I've had to confront and you know definitely feel like I'm in a I'm a in a way I feel like I'm a different person than before the lockdown started you know so 
you know, there's, there's, it's always about, I think, just taking those negatives and turning them into positives and just trying to stay in touch with ourselves and the people that we care about. Even though the music might not come as easy or as naturally, I think that's okay. It's okay to take the time, take time. And if we have to distract ourselves, we can, we can allow ourselves to do that, you know, and step away from it in order to get back to it because I think that's always inevitable. And I'm, I'm just so grateful for all my friends and musicians that are, you know, still, you know, creating and uh, trying to make something and, you know, put it out at some point, or at least, you know, for me, it's like I have all, I'm, I'm finishing this record and then there's these other projects that I have in mind more music I want to put out and try to keep writing and also working with, you know, um, rehearsing with my solo band or I'm also I am also in another local Nashville band called Howl and we're also finishing up some recordings as well and we have a couple of songs that are out and that that one we're on Instagram at a at a hang on we're lost and people can find us there and we have some songs on SoundCloud too on YouTube um you know so so that's keeping me busy and we we actually had a rehearsal yesterday and uh, I've started also a side project of um a, a, you know a rock trio more kind of hard rock punk much more inspired by uh the cure and dinosaur junior that kind of style so something a little more hard-edged you know and uh trying to get 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 that going but of course you know there's no hurry with anything so you can definitely take the time to uh to you know get the ball rolling on some of those things a little further and um yeah and um you know just staying in touch with people and that's been great so um you know i guess i just want to say um also it's like you know anyone out there that's um you know a little worried or anxious about it you know it's i don't know when exactly it will things will kind of improve but i think it's comforting to know that we we have an idea of what that looks like and we have we have we have that to look forward to you know when when or wherever that's going to happen definitely thank you so much slice for joining me it's thank you for having me yeah yeah you're welcome best of luck on your upcoming music yeah thank you so much you're welcome I'm going to play a song from slice this is freedom's grove Stars. 
just wanna shed my skin and seek peace on my own terms. Help me find freedom's grown where I can feel young as I grow old. Help me find freedom's grown and let my spirit unfold. And I don't. Slice. I'm Kevin Kisak. Thank you all for listening to Hitting the High Note.